strong, loud sounds, it gives us an opportunity to practice with sound. So let's come back to our bodies. If you're not there, if you are there, you can let it deepen and widen your sense of sitting. Just let yourself feel that sensation of sitting. And you can notice when you notice sitting that just how the body responds, like maybe the shoulders want to relax, maybe the breath gets a little longer, the belly can soften, just by bringing your attention to your body. You don't need to make a big project out of it. Just kind of let it respond to your attention. And if it feels helpful to you, you can adjust a little bit. Like I notice for myself as I'm paying attention to my body, I can feel that it's a little slumped. So I'm just gently, for me, I'm just gently adjusting my spine. And as I do that, I notice this whole opening happens in the front of the body. So just if you, if, if you let your spine not get rigid or stiff, but just straighten a little bit, you can feel that opening in the front of your body. The chest opens a little bit, the belly softens. Or perhaps you just like to feel that sense of settling. As if, almost as if you're a tree where you can feel your, your bottom like the roots connecting with the earth. So there's that settling into the earth under your tush. And then there's that opening to the sky up through the belly, the chest, the spine, softening in the neck, and all the way up through the head. And the top of the head is like opening to the sky. And in between those two is just this living, breathing, sensing, experience that we call our bodies. Oh, and our bodies have the capacity to hear, so we might notice sound. We might even notice the absence of sound. You might also notice that through these days of practicing that you're drawn to your anchor, just automatically. It's almost like you don't even have to think about it, that all of a sudden the attention wants to go to the breath. So let it go there, let it rest in whatever your anchor is, whether it's the movement of the breath, wherever you feel it, or maybe it's the experience of sitting just feeling the points of contact, like where your hands are, or your contact with the chair, or the cushion, or the bench. 
wherever you can rest your attention easefully. Coming home to what feels restful to you and easy to connect with. If you're experiencing a lot of uh, nudginess or agitation in your body, you might want to try this sitting to let yourself just come back to sound. You might want to try resting your attention in sound as opposed to paying a lot of attention to what's happening in your body. And I'm particularly speaking to anyone who might be feeling really unsettled by paying attention to the breath or unsettled by paying attention to the body, that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you or something wrong with your meditation. It just means that your, your, your anchor needs to be a wider, it needs to rest in a wider place. And hearing can offer that. So instead of going back to your breath, instead of paying attention to your other parts of your body, you go to hearing. You return to hearing. For those of you that are feeling generally settled in the breath as your primary anchor, just stay with that. Last night I spoke to you all about not being in a battle with what's happening. So what that actually means, broken down in your direct experience, is that you might be rolling along with your anchor, or you might be not so much rolling along with the anchor, you might have one second with the breath, or one second where you feel your your butt on the cushion, or your hands touching, and then it feels like your mind is off and running. So here's the rub with that. 
let's try for this sitting to not label that as a problem. Let's try to bring that same open attention to whatever you notice, when you notice it, just to notice it. So let's say you hear a sound. Your attention is naturally going to go to that sound. So there's nothing to fight. Just notice hearing. Just receiving the sound. Then you might notice silence or no sound. Or let's just say there's some thinking happening and you're not aware of it, but all of a sudden you're aware of it. So you can just say to yourself, hmm, thinking, thinking's happening. It's not a crime. It's what the mind does. Sun shines, dogs bark, mind thinks. That's what it does. So when you notice it, just notice, hmm, thinking. And it could be all kinds of thinking. It could be planning, it could be remembering, it could be ruminating about something, it could be fantasizing. You know what? It doesn't really matter. You just notice the thinking is happening And you might even notice sometimes there's a feeling with it. Sometimes there's a feeling with it that we notice and sometimes there isn't. So let's just say there's a series of thoughts or all of a sudden you realize you're thinking and the first first reaction is, oh, you know, I'm thinking, I shouldn't be thinking. So then you can just notice that, oh, that's just just another thought, just just another judging thought. Our mind likes to judge. And then, who knows, you might notice, oh, there's some sadness there, or, or maybe fear. Or maybe boredom, or sleepiness. Or if you're feeling really nudgy, keep trying to adjust yourself or moving around, you could just notice that as energy. Sometimes we call that energy like restlessness. We don't mean that restlessness is bad. We just notice that it's energy moving around. Oh, energy. Imagine that your experience is like watching a movie of something that you're really interested in and you just don't know what's going to happen next. You're just settling back into your nice, comfortable Cinemark chair. You've already finished your popcorn and you're just just noticing what comes on that screen of experience, whether it's feeling the breath, feeling sensations in your body, noticing sound. You might even notice whether the sound is pleasant to you or irritating. You might even notice that. 
noticing thoughts as they come and go, because they do, believe it or not, they actually come and go, like everything else. Just noticing. You're not going up to the movie screen trying to make something happen. You're just observing, receiving. So I'm going to give you one extra challenge in your practice this morning. See if in all of what I just said you can actually hold yourself with a sense of kindness just for even trying this. So just with all of that, just resting in this sense of, hey, good job, good job for even trying. Just a sense of care and respect for yourself. Don't overthink that one. It's just simple. Appreciation might be a better word. Appreciation. Nowhere to get to, nothing to produce. Just this moment, just this one moment, receiving, connecting with whatever is your experience.
in these last few minutes of the sitting, I'd like to offer you a little, little meditation challenge experiment. See if every single thought that you notice, so we're talking about the thoughts that you notice, when a thought arises and you notice there's a thought, see what it's like to not believe the thought. Just make it a practice for the next two minutes that every thought you notice, just don't believe it. Thank you for your practice.
So, are there any questions about your meditation practice or observations this morning? Galen. Yeah. Uh-huh. What did you notice as a result of that? I'm not purposely avoiding your question, but more interested in what you noticed with that. Did everyone hear what he said? Yep, okay. Mm-hmm. 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 So there was an expectation in your mind that not believing your thought would then, the thought would then fade. Yeah, and actually it sounds like two things are happening. One, there was an expectation, but it actually did fade, and then it came back again. So then what happened when the thought came back? It was the same thought or a similar thought? Yeah, yeah. And so what happened then when that thought came back? Yeah. Yeah, so there's like some, even a little enjoyment with it. You're noticing that? It was just like, oh, there it is again. And then, then you're saying no again. What happened then? So it's, 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 it, it, it actually took your interest, is what I'm noticing. It took your interest. That it, it just was, it, it was, it's a practice in itself. You know, the thought comes, okay, the practice is, hmm, just explore not believing it. Fades a little bit, comes back, hmm, not believing it. You know, it it's kind of like you pay attention to the breath, that your intention is to pay attention to the breath, mind leaves the breath. You remember the breath, go back to the breath again. It's practice. Anybody else have any observations? Anyone else try that? Yeah? Want to speak about it? Lily? (laughs) Did everyone hear that? Kind of nice not to believe the negative thoughts. Kind of sad not to believe the the positive thoughts. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Yeah, Trevin? Uh, I started to like, make up thoughts that I, I knew I wouldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go? It was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, as soon as I heard the word think, like, now you can think that it went off on an engine. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, how did that, what was that like? Uh huh. So it turned into a little bit of entertainment and an experiment. What happens? What happens if I just let the mind go? 
Was there then the not believing it? Did you include that in part of the experiment? Yeah. So what was that like? Uh-huh. <laughs> little easier to you know kind of go for thoughts that uh you know you wouldn't believe a little more challenging like oh what's it like to actually relate to all thoughts like uh, even the pleasant ones not believing as lily said that was a little more difficult Anybody else? Yeah, Jimmy? Um, so I felt like during this sitting that I felt like a lot more um, present than the previous mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't know, but uh, I felt like when you were saying thoughts just sort of like don't believe in them. I've been like struggling somewhat with physical discomfort. Yeah. Yes. Did everyone hear what Jimmy said? Okay, sometimes, see, you you represent like the collective mind, and when one person says something that's like, we all up here want to say, yeah. It's like, not like, oh, Jimmy, you're so wonderful. But you are, and you all are. (laughs) It's it's actually what he's saying is really where kind of where you meet the, mm, the gold in the practice, because our minds judge incessantly. Anybody notice this? Yeah. You know? It's good, it's bad. It's like that music that you can't turn off, and yet we believe it. And so what Jimmy was saying, he took that experiment, particularly in relationship to commentary that tends to be judgmental. And what I'm hearing you say is that what you found from that the not believing it, is that there was just more space to be just present. You know, not having to react to the thought. Like I have to do something about it. Now, you know, you're in your daily life and you feel the urge and the thought comes, I have to go to the bathroom. You're not going to ignore that. And of course, so you're, you have the thought, you feel hunger, I'm going to get breakfast. You're not going to ignore that. You have the thought, well, I have to get that paper done. You know, you're not going to ignore that. But what we're learning in meditation is how often, how often we react to these judgmental thoughts as if they're the truth. So thank you. That's really helpful to uh, practice with that as we go along through the day, including when you're in interaction and speaking. There's also that commentary going, right? I shouldn't have said that. I should have said this. Anybody else? Questions about anything else? Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a little more complex, isn't it? Um, 
Anybody, do you want to speak to that, anyone? Sure. Go ahead, Chaz. You know, when we say don't believe thoughts, it's not, it's not actually that literal. Like, it's what we're, what we're meaning is pay attention to thoughts and know them for when they're there, and especially the thoughts that say, that, that have a message. Those are the ones you don't want to believe. But right, there are some thoughts that it's not about believing or not believing them. Yeah, like a memory. How do you, it's not about not believing a memory. You just know that it's there. But if the memory was about, um, you know, some people you were hanging out with last week and you said something and they almost have thought I was a jerk for saying that. Now we're into the kind of thoughts with, that have some kind of story to them. That, that, that might be a, a good demarcation. When there's a story to the thoughts, that's when you want to, to take them with a grain of salt. And this is a little, hang on one second, this is a little more refined around the memory piece, but let's just say the memory has something to do with something unpleasant. You know, we might be, we're never defined by one experience. That's another way to think about, you know, yes, this happened in my life, but it's not all of me. That's another way to, it's not to reject, as Chaz was saying, it's not to reject anything. It's just to notice how we define ourselves. Even if it's a positive thing, when you define yourself like, wow, I just, you know, I just did a great job, you know, doing such and such. And then what happens the next day when it wasn't so great? You know, does it mean all the first time wasn't real or the second time is real? You know, it's an interesting way we, we, we define ourselves. Um, when, um, when you were saying uh, the, not be, the not believing in the thoughts that are, uh, arise, it reminded me of a, um, of a teaching. I have this little book by a teacher named Ajahn Chah. Um, who's like very inspirational to me. And he said something similar. He said, when you're in meditation, with it, whenever thoughts arise, just look at it and say, that's none of my business. And, mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so I, even with the memory piece, when it's something that's compelling and that may be more true, you can still have an attitude of not engaging too hard. Thank you. Yeah, good point, because what happens, again, not good, not bad, it's just what's arising, but what happens is we often get on the horse of what's arising, and we're like, and, you know, like Chaz was saying a few days ago, we forget we have a body, we forget present moment. It's like a world, it is like a movie, we're in the movie, and we, we, you know, it's like you open your eyes like, oh, I'm actually meditating, you know, and that's not bad or not, it's not bad meditation. It's just noticing, oh, in the dream of remembering, in the dream of planning, in the dream of self-hating. It's just a dream. Yeah. And ultimately we want to see, and in those dreams, lost in those stories, how, where does that leave us? How does that go? Does it actually lead to our happiness? We want, to see, we want to look and see that. Mm. So not that it's wrong, but we want to see it and evaluate and be able to evaluate it for ourselves. So um, the thought that I look, dance, and sing like Beyonce um, <laughs> is not true? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peggy. <laughs> of course you look like Beyonce. <laughs> 
know, I think what Peggy's saying, which is in her wonderful humor, is what if you have, uh, what if you actually have a thought, like some, someone was saying, quote, a good thought. Like, what if, what if you have a thought that says, you know, you're, you're not a bad person, actually. You're, you're kind of nice. Or that was a nice thing you did. That was a nice thing you said to the person in the group. Yeah, like those kind of thoughts, particularly if we don't often notice them in our minds, we might want to just notice, oh, that's loving kindness. We might want to put a little note on it. Like you might actually want to take that thought into the feeling. Like that, wow, how does that feel? Or like, let's just say a memory comes up where you, you really, you didn't even mean it, you hurt somebody's feelings. And, it, and, you know, things come up strong in meditation practice. They come up, they, 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 they almost feel like they're under a microscope, right? Like a lot of you had strong feelings in response to the talk last night. It's because we're open. So you, your heart just takes it. So let's just say something strong and something you feel really bad about it. You know, that can be a time you can go right to the metta. You can go right to the loving kindness and just say, it's okay, honey. You know, you're human. You know, it's okay. We all make mistakes. We all, we all sometimes hurt someone and we didn't even know it. You know, that's a time where, you know, just saying, well, that's a thought, that you might want to actually let yourself experience some kindness. You know, or, hey, I, I, that was fun that I, that I let myself sing, you know, in a Fosu and Tansy's group. You know, wow, that was like, that took courage for me to do that. It's like, yeah, you can appreciate your courage. And then you start to notice you can appreciate when you feel sad. Oh, it's just sadness. You don't have to fix it. You're just with it. You know, feel it. It's there. It's gone. You hear pounding outside. So... You actually can enjoy investigating in meditation. You can even enjoy investigating unpleasant feelings and states of mind. But I'll let you just experiment with that in your walking. However, before we go there, we have some announcements, don't we? I don't know what they are. (laughs) Do we do that at 3.30? Okay. So, what was the other announcement you told me? Do you remember? Okay. Um. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.